0: Episode 1. WAP. What's going on everybody? This is Patrick C. Thank you very much for checking this out. Uh, On this episode, episode 1, I got to meet up with uh, Joshua Cabaza. He's a comedian out of San Antonio. Uh, You can find him on Facebook. Uh, You can also find him on Instagram and YouTube under FMCW Studios. Very talented, very funny comedian. Uh, Y'all should really check him out. He is doing a hour special, reporting a live special on uh, February 9th at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. He's doing three separate sets that night. Uh, one at 8.30, uh, one at 10.15, and another one at midnight. Uh, so yeah, you could come on down and be part of that, uh, that live taping. It uh, should be pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, I met up with him this past Wednesday was able to catch his set, and then we went back to the green room and uh, just talked a little bit about uh, his, how he got started, uh, and what he has planned for the future, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you again for checking this out, and uh, here we go. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the uh, first episode of uh, WAP. Um, with me, I am sitting right now with... Uh, San Antonio uh, stand-up comedian And the winner of the 2017 uh, Funniest uh, funniest in South Texas competition uh, Josh Cabaza Welcome, man What's up, man? Yeah, thanks for doing this, man I appreciate it Thank you for having me Your first person You introduce yourself Introduce yourself for your podcast do the intro in the beginning I'll do oh, the okay, intro I And then I'll read your I'm stuff I'm all fucking up your shit Nah, it's cool, man I'll, I'll, <laughs> I won't edit do it Do your podcast right I'm live, dude I, I do it live Got it uh, So we just got done Or not We uh, Josh just got done uh, Killing it Oh thank you On the stage man You are funny Thank you You man. got a lot of funny stuff uh, Like I've seen you on YouTube And then I saw you at the open mic uh, But dude when you get in the zone mm-hmm. You fucking kill it dude Thank you There's I, 11 people there I'm That I do well, well. Well, I wasn't going to say that But uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, 11 people It's a Wednesday It's a mm-hmm. Wednesday man uh, It's the first night of this uh, This uh, three night Four nope, shows. Seven. It's five nights, seven shows. Five nights, seven yeah.
1: shows. So Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah, man. So this was a Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah.
0: yeah. Usually,
1: it's uh, it's usually Wednesday or Sunday that's the crowds. Like, oh, I could just feels forever. No, they're not laughing Or anything, or if they do laugh, it's haha. Next joke. Haha. Next joke. So I'm glad this one. I'm glad this one went well. Start off the week good. You handled it like a boss,
0: man. You fucking killed it. It was funny. And uh, so, yeah, that's going to go ahead and, and lead us to the beginning.
1: Uh, how long have you been doing stand-up, man? And, and where did you get to start at? Going on uh, eight years. And uh, I actually started here in San Antonio. I started writing in Austin when I lived in Austin. And uh, I was working in Buda, Texas. I'm the only person who worked outside of Austin and then went and lived in Austin like an idiot. So I paid higher rent prices and got lower hourly. So um, I, I wrote there for like a year. And I, I would try to go to open mics. And what I would do is I'd drive halfway and then I get nervous and I come back home. And, the, and it's, the weird part is I would never look up the open mic. I have never, uh, never been inside a comedy club. I knew I love comedy. I've seen it on TV, but I've never been inside a comedy club. I just thought you show up to the comedy club and they're having comedy. So I wouldn't even check the open mics. Like I'd be in a, on a Thursday or a Friday and I'm like in the car like shaking like, all right, this is the day that I do it. I'm glad I never did go because I would look like an idiot like, I'm here for the comedy. been like, you're an idiot. Get the fuck out of here. So I'm glad, I don't know, can you cuss on your podcast? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so I was like, you're an idiot, get the fuck out of here. So I started here in uh, San Antonio, 2010, when Al, uh, the Laugh Out Loud opened up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that whole time before you even started, did you do a lot of writing, or you just wanted to get on stage and get that I wrote, of- I wrote a long time, I wrote for a year. Well, me and my cousin, the first, um, the first uh, hour special or whatever I ever saw was Eddie Murphy, Delirious. And I was eight years old when I saw that. And I remember my cousin had the tape, and we just, I remember going every every weekend and putting it back in and watching it again and again and again. And then Comedy Central came in around the mid-'90s, and I remember watching all those acts. And uh, Dane Cook and all those guys come up, and we were watching that. I remember crying. And then, of course, College Chappelle Show. And I always had, a, always had the, I want to do stand-up, but I never went and did it until this... This situation with uh, prescription pills happened, and I almost overdosed, and after that, I woke up in a new light, and I was like, I'm, I'm going to go, and I was saved, no, I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go do- This is your religion now, this is what- I guess, you? I'm not a religion, it's just, um, yeah, a lot of people are like, what do comics have that the that, that regular people don't that make them do comedy? It's not like I think what we have, it's what we lack, and that's the ability to give a fuck, like, I- I give a fuck, but at the same time I don't like if I make an ass out of myself, I make ass out of myself. Yeah. It's just another story to tell. so man if like if you, if somebody went up there and they bombed, I would think like they would that would destroy them No, I've had some pretty bad bombs yeah, yeah you you learn to bomb better. I call it I guess bombing with grace, yeah. where it's just like you can see somebody up there and they're bombing, but they don't look yeah. uncomfortable and make you look uncomfortable because I bombed that way before yeah. uh, I bombed like that in the valley. I was like three months in. It was a theater show at this place called Senor Rey. and it's like a, a historical theater. And uh, I go up, and I want a three-minute guest spot. How do you fuck up a three-minute guest spot? So I go up, and I start telling this homophobic, shake-weight joke that I just came up with my with my cousin right before. Like, that day, I came up with it. I was like, this is going to be so hilarious. And I go up there, and I start telling them there's a group of lesbians. And when I say lesbians, I mean, like, lesbian. Like, they got up, and they were mad. They are like, fuck you. We'll kick your ass. Get the fuck off stage. And in my head, I remember being like, oh, uh, I, was, I remember being like, shut up, shut the fuck up, sit down, get the fuck out of here. And they kicked him out. Apparently, my, my cousin was there and he goes, no, dude. He started going, no, 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 I'm not homophobic. I'm just Just, jokes. just That's what I did. I was like, really? I don't remember that. <laughs> and so I tell the second joke, nobody laughs. They kick those ladies out. I tell the second joke, nobody laughs. I tell the third joke, so I tell the fourth joke, my arms start shaking. I can't stop it. Then my legs start trembling and I can't stop it. Then my voice... Start shaking, I turn beet red, I feel it, like I'm just hot, I'm like, oh, and I start, I thought I sat down, I thought I sat down on, the, on, on a stool, and I was shaking, my cousin said, there was no stool, that I just squatted and was like shaking, he goes, I thought you were gonna take a shit, dude. Like, you were in the fight or flight mode. And he goes, you were fighting it. You wanted to run and you were fighting it. I remember turning off to the host. and I go, give me off stage. And he goes out there and he rips the mic out of my hand. And I get off stage. And I remember going through the aisle. And he's ripping me a new one, right? And everybody's laughing. And as I'm going up through the aisle, because it's theater scene, people are moving away from me. Like, ugh. But they're laughing. And it was like slow motion. Like, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho. And I get to the back of the theater. And my cousin's right there I'm in front of the bar. He's like, dude, let's go. I want to throw up. I can't be here. Because he helped me write those jokes, so he was embarrassed. I was like, nah, man, we're going to stay right here. And one minute into the next comic set, I was like, nah, let's, let's fucking leave. This is embarrassing. So I think that was my worst bomb. But I thought in my head, after, we laughed after because we videotaped it. And uh, it's funny how much stuff I blocked out until it reminded me of it. But I was like, if I can bomb that bad... Then I it can't get much worse than that.
0: Yeah, I was telling you earlier, like the first time that I saw you was at that uh, Oak Hill Tavern's uh, open mic. Yeah, right. And uh, you were the first one to go on, uh, you know, the first one to get called up or whatever. And then you start, you start, you know, going into your 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 set. Yeah. And then you notice there's a kid out there, like had to yeah. be like three or four. And it yeah. got, kind of shook you for a bit. Like- well, I saw
1: the kid before. Well, no, what shook me more was that I know his—I I don't know, know his mom, but I met his mom. She works at a gyms, and she's real big fans of Joe Coy. And I open up for Joe Coy whenever he comes down. Well, not this time, because in the theater. But whenever he's at Loud i open up for him. So when we're done, we go to gyms after. And so. Like she entered, so I, every time Joe Coy came down, she would see me with him. So, and that's her, so she was like, oh my God. And so I saw her, she was like, oh, you're the guy. Da, da, da. I was like, yeah, is that your kid? And she was like, yeah, I was like, all right. And so when I went on stage, I already knew he was up there. And I was all like, right. okay, I got a clean joke up front. But after that, I don't have any more clean material that I'm trying to work on. Yeah. So I was like, what can I talk about, kid? Like, I know she was cool with it, but in my head, I was like, no, I got a five year old and two year old. I can't. I can't. I can't do I can't I can't just start saying, Hey, so you know, like fucking pussy, you know, I don't know if that's my set but yeah. <laughs> I mean but it, it works. It made, it made
0: pussy makes people laugh, you know. <laughs> But he uh,
1: always makes people feel good But yeah Usually I
0: mean, you, you navigated that situation pr- pretty good Like 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 I said It was my first time going uh, Or seeing you do that So I was like Oh man This this guy's screwed You know But <laughs> you recovered I mean you You called a hint to it And she's like Oh go ahead You're like No I can't And then yeah. you started talking about your kids And then that led you uh, You know Helped you get through it and stuff But yeah. it was still It was pretty funny But I was like Oh shit like,
1: Thank you Appreciate
0: it man Uh so yeah, so uh, you got this uh, recording coming up. You got you're doing a, an hour special uh, that you're recording at, at the uh, Blind Tiger Comedy Club, right? Uh,
1: talk a little bit about that. Is this your, right. your
0: your first special, or what's going on with this? I
1: have uh, I have this thing called Blind Tiger Mixtape Volume One or something like that on SoundCloud that's free. So, but this is my first official album, um, and that's going to be February ninth. The Blind Tigers it's gonna be three shows: eight thirty, ten fifteen, and midnight. And uh, I got some guys from Austin coming down. They're going to record it. And uh, I actually started my own, back in 2010, started my own kind of record company. And so I've already done two uh, two albums. Not my albums, but I I I, I helped uh, produce my friend Raul's album, who just moved to New York. And that guy also won Funniest in South Texas and Funniest Comic in Texas. So I produced his album, and he was, like, number one for, like, two weeks. And then I just produced my friend... Uh, Blair Thompson's album, and he's another real funny dude. He got second a few years back, and uh, yeah, so now it's my turn to produce an album, and uh February 9th, and then it'll come out May 1st. May 1st. Yeah. And how, you're putting it out yourself, or are you going to try to yeah. sell it, or what are you doing no, with No, I'm that? selling it, so it'll be on iTunes, and, oh, cool. and Spotify, and... And Google and uh, yeah. Amazon and all that other stuff.
0: That that label is that that uh, FMCW Studios. Is yeah, what FMCW Studios. Yeah. yeah.
1: You you work
0: on that? I was watching that uh, the Blair and the Bear. Yeah. You uh, you write for that? Or you do the the animations for that uh, as well? I
1: write and animate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I I got with uh, we we're trying to promote Blair's album, and I had an idea for a cartoon. So my friend George plays the bear, and then Blair pays himself, plays himself. So. Me and George or uh, would typically write out the subjects, and then we'd put the subjects, and they just go off the top of their head. And it felt like more like a podcast. And we go like thirty minutes long, and then I would edit it down to like eight to ten minutes, and then I'd animate it. Yeah, yeah. It was like fifty hours a week animating that thing. It was a long.
0: It's pretty good. Long I mean, for, for
1: for what it is, I mean, the the the
0: animation is like pretty pretty le- legit, and Thank you. it's funny, man. I was checking it out today. Uh, so that's pretty hilarious. So you yeah. you do a lot of sketches and stuff, and yeah. animation stuff on. With well, that? we're
1: doing uh, sketches now. Um, I switch back and forth. Uh, so now we're doing back to sketches. We have a, a show at Alamo Draft House on the thirty first called Battle of the Sketches, and uh, that's going to be FMCW Studios versus the Incident, which is another. They're not comedians, but they've been doing sketch comedy for two years. So it's three rounds. So this is the first one about all the sketches. The next one will be in February on the 28th, which I think is also Wednesday. And that's going to be from Anybody Can Submit. So the submissions are open until February 1st, and it's going to be like March Madness bracket type, and then they go against each other. Uh, but yeah, so sketches and then um, putting out another cartoon. Uh, it's not Blair and the Bear, but it's, it's related to Blair and the Bear within that same world. And uh, that one comes out May 3rd. Cool. So that keeps you pretty busy along yeah, with yeah. doing the, the stand up. Yeah. So it's the I got the sketches, um, the album coming out, and that cartoon. So I'm pretty full all the way till August. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You you keep uh, the work pretty steady. Like you keep
1: yourself pretty busy. It comes and goes. Um, yeah. It it's it, you build on it every year. Like I quit my job um, when I was twenty, right before my thirtieth birthday. Um. I uh, was I, I had a bunch of sales jobs and I was putting my wife through school, so um, this was my I was selling cars at a Toyota dealership, and uh, I remember I had a bad two months in a row, so bad that I had to sell my truck, and I had a guy coming to look at the truck on the day that he was coming to look at the truck, they broke into it at work, and they fucked up the whole side. They tried to take my kids seat out and everything, and so uh, we went outside and my boss. My boss's boss is calling the cops, right, and reporting it. And I remember standing outside, and I just started laughing like uncontrollably. And my boss is looking at me like, this guy's fucking insane. He's lost it. And I did. I snapped. I was like, I don't give a fuck about this job. I don't give a fuck where I get the money from. So what I did was I sold the truck to the Toyota dealership because they felt bad because they broke in there. Mm -hmm. I took the insurance money, and I lived off that for... For six months until my wife was... Because she was having a baby. We are having my daughter. So she couldn't work. So we had no money, no nothing. I quit my job having a baby. So six months goes by. She finally... And during this time, I'm actually... uh, My friend was like, hey, come work at Rackspace. So during this time, I'm taking my CCNA uh, to try to go work there. For the first time in four years, when it's my turn to get hired in December, they weren't hiring. The next quarter, they start laying people off. That gave me the sign to be like... I'm just going, I'm going to go stand up full time. Fuck this. So I just went stand up full time. We cut down, we cut off cable, we cut down our grocery bill. So my wife is like down, like, so she, but now it's getting better because I'm getting every year I've gotten more work and it just keeps building off of it. And now I'm actually headlining it. So like this year was the first time I actually uh, headlined this place in Corvus called Mesquite. Comedy club, and I hadn't headlined there before. I featured MC, but never headlined, and that's how I finally got in there. Yeah. So it's building, it's a, it's a slow process, but it's something you have to completely dive into. Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like that
0: seemed to motivate you a little bit more. Like that, you're like, I have to do this, I have to go hard on this.
1: To I have it. to, yeah, 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 definitely. Well, because, uh, uh A, because I love it. That's the no, if you don't love it, doesn't matter how hard you bad you want to do it, you're not going to do it. But A, I love it, uh, and B, I don't want to. F- Fail my my family, you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm already the black sheep in my family because my cousins are uh, engineers and, and and lawyers and um, you know doctors and and I'm the one who's like I'm doing stand up and I'm the oldest one, oh, yeah. and so people are like, oh he's fucking up. He was a sales guy making seventy two thousand dollars a year, and he quit that to do this. I was like, yeah, but I was gonna literally kill myself when I was doing that. Like I can't do that anymore. I got to do this. And it freaked, I would always tell them, was like, if I had, let's say if I went and opened up, I don't know, a dog grooming place and I had a brick and mortar store, you all would be proud of me, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I'd be $150,000 in debt. I'd be not making any money. I was like, I own a business right now where I don't have a brick and mortar store, but I'm positive cash flow. You know what I mean? Just from tonight, I'm positive cash flow because I'm, I'm not paying employees. I'm not playing a brick and mortar store. So I do treat it like my own business. And anyway, I'm yammering yeah, on, but go ahead. No,
0: that's that's the point yeah. of this, man. I mean, you're supposed to tell no. your story, but <laughs> yeah, that, that's,
1: that's pretty good. Uh, but you also do your, your own podcast, right? You and yeah. your kids. You have a podcast called uh, Daddy No. Daddy No podcast. I started that. Well, the Daddy No, you heard the joke where it came from. Yeah. So that's where the joke, uh, it came from. It's a really dirty joke, but... Um, I uh, when I became a stay-at-home father, um, I decided to do a podcast with my son, who's three at the time. Yeah. And so I just asked him questions, and now he's five. We We've had some really good episodes. I remember the episode where I gave him his first guitar. I remember the episode where he told me about his past lives. Uh, so we and now my daughter's on it. She's the first time she was on it. She's only five months old. You know, you hear she's not saying anything, yeah. but now she's she's two. And she actually likes doing the podcast. My son has kind of lost interest. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do it, Dad, if you want, for five minutes. After that, I'm done. But my daughter's like, I want a podcast. That's yeah, all she yeah. ever says, podcast. So it's, it's, uh, it's kind of a combination of um, um, documenting my, my, my being a stay-at-home father. And I think we're on, like, almost day 700. And You're also, counting it every day, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm counting every so. We're, I think we're, the last episode so we're like six ninety three or six something, yeah. and then um, also becoming a, a headliner. You know what I mean? Working my way up through stand up. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. And your wife doesn't have a problem with you
0: using the kids for the podcast or no? Because she I don't, was on the last podcast too. Yeah, right? yeah. She was well, on she'll the, come the in every call. once in a
1: while. She'll come in every once in a while. Like she calls in or she's at the house. Like she's in the background. Um, no, she she she's cool with that because I'm not like I would never use my kids in the videos, like you know what I mean, like that I, I have a problem with. But voice, I'm like I have no problem with that, yeah. and it's not even I I did it because I wanted to do it, and because I thought, man, how cool would be when my son's 18 to be like, hey, remember this podcast we used to fucking do? Yeah. I mean, we might not do it that long, but you know, he's you know, we stop when at or whatever age. I'm like, hey, listen, to this podcast. You said some crazy shit as a kid. You know what I mean? So I I I think of it in that way, not necessarily like this is gonna be the biggest podcast because it's not. It's very niche. Like if you know what I mean, it's stay at home. A lot of stay at home moms listen to it. Uh, Maybe one or two stay at home dads from around the world. But um, yeah, it's very. You gotta have kids pretty much to really relate to it. Yeah, I mean, I
0: still listen to it. I don't don't have any kids, like none that I know of. You know, (laughs) but it's funny, man. Like I'll be listening to it. Like I, I I don't connect with this. You know, it's just. It's a, it's a dad talking to his kids and mm-hmm. then like something funny would happen and like before I know it I just finished like two episodes, three episodes. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I can like I'm entertained yeah. by this. I make him short, like thirty minutes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we were talking about this earlier, like uh your your beginnings and stuff. Do you have like a, a bit or an act like in the very beginning when you're when you were first getting started? that you look back on now like and you're like what the fuck was I doing like what was I thinking oh yeah
1: yeah yeah you want to tell me a few oh Uh, yeah yeah my biggest joke I remember doing was um, and it was a true story I was 13 years old and my dad uh, he was he was, he disciplined us right he spanked us a lot and so I remember he went to go get the belt and right before he spanked me I turned around and I was like go ahead and spank me and I did a like you know gay voice you know what I mean and it freaked him out because my dad's Catholic and very homophobic and he dropped the belt, and I was like, "Do it's spank me, spank me." So that was a joke I used to do, but I used to get really into it. And I would turn my head and everything. And the more I saw myself on video, it's just like, I don't, I don't like that. Like I don't, ugh, I, I don't like this. And I've always had, I've had a bunch of jokes like that throughout. And even the jokes I'm gonna do on the, the ninth, I know. Two or three years from now, I'm gonna look back at that and be like, "You hack, you're a hack," yeah. and it and that's good. That's good because it means that you're growing. I think every few years you should look back at your old material and be like, "That ain't shit, yeah. that ain't shit." Like I wanted to, like right now, I really like these jokes, and I don't think that. But I know two or three years from now, I'm gonna be like, "Nah, that joke sucked." Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's funny, man. Uh, that's that's
0: pretty much all I had like set up for you, man. Uh. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming on. Hell yeah, Doing man. episode one. Thank Hopefully, you. Hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll catch up again after the the special's uh, done. I love that. Work, yeah, yeah. And just see how things are going after that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to try to get this out uh, by the 22nd, man. So, if you have anything that you want to to promote or plug, uh, yeah. yeah, the floor is yours, man.
1: Uh, well, Alamo Draft House, that's North Park 1, 8 p.m. Uh, it's going to be January 31st, Wednesday, Battle of the Sketches. Also, if you have sketches that you want to do, you can submit to Sketch Battle Two Hundred and Ten at Gmail. That's Sketch Battle Two Hundred and Ten at Gmail by February first. Um, you could see on there what's it's a it's a long sketch. You can submit that six to ten minutes. A media a short sketch is two to five minutes. And then there's also animation or the uh, what was the um, the bazaar. So something just you can do. I don't know sock puppets, whatever. Just yeah. the bazaar. You put that in there. So go ahead and submit to that. February 9th The tickets are free it Actually it's a donation So I just want as many people there So if you listen to this February 9th Blind Tiger That's underneath the magic time machine 8.30 10 o'clock At midnight uh, Come out to that It's whatever you want You can give me a quarter Or dime Whatever just And that's for the special That's a recording that's, Yeah 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 I'm just using the donation So I can pay the guys Filming it something mm-hmm. So those are the The big shows I got coming up Um Bought the podcast That he knows On iTunes Um the sketches, after uh, I'm, after we do the show, February, January 31st, I'm going to start putting those out weekly. So we'll have sketches every week. Yeah. And then the, sh- the, the album's called Clown Poet. That comes out May 1st. And then I'm also going to be having uh, the new, it's not going to be Blair and the Bear, but related to Blair and the Bear. Mm. And that'll come out May 3rd. So a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. And they can find that on, on the YouTube. On uh, YouTube, and the FMCW Studios. All right.
0: Yeah, and I'll list all the stuff in the uh, the description below with the contact and how to get a hold of you and stuff. Hell yeah. But thanks again, man. Thank you, man. All Appreciate right. it. Hell yeah.